Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Feels so good to be able to say that live, right? Yes, it does. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, it's been, uh, yeesh, I don't know, three or f- three or four weeks. Three. It's been about four weeks anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, just for the for the listening audience who had to listen to our replays, I, I had some um, heart issues that I had to deal with, and that's why it took me. All this time, it was yeah. You know, it's all part of the process, I guess. And you know, uh, life, life takes over. And um, I was not in the capacity to be able to be live. <laughs> well, you so, got to do what you got to do too. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm grateful that uh, you know I I made it to the other side, and I'm also grateful that the listening listening audience really didn't go away. And, you know, isn't that amazing? Uh, yeah. You know, thank you guys I mean, so much for sticking with us. Yeah, they have the willingness to listen to replays. So I guess the replays that we play, not that I chose them, worked. Very good. And I've, I've got to tell you, you look you look great. No one would ever know that anything had been wrong with you. You sound good. So, you know, well, fingers crossed that everything's going to be good from now on and you're going to get stronger and stronger. True. You know, it's funny. I, I was just going to say, as we talked about, you know, a lot of the a lot of the issues that I, that we deal with are genetically right. um, given to us. And I guess maybe it's through genetics that I still look. Right. You know, that that I do the way that I do. I mean, I, I don't feel the way I mean like last week there was no way even though I was uh, a productive member of society somewhat at that time there was no way that I would have been able to talk for an hour you know and I'm I'm, I'm apprehensive right now talking saying am I going to make it but I, I well, you know we'll do it we'll do we what we can do we'll give you what we got yes the best that we can and you, you it, know it would you, be nice it would be nice if people called in and took some of the airtime yeah. at 866-472-5792 that's 866-472-5792. Share with us anything you'd like to share. Uh, the show is about addiction and recovery. But well, if, if you listen to us, you know that we talk about anything. I mean, look, we're talking about real-life experiences now. Without, without um, the doctors that were put in my path, the show would be silent. Right, right that's very so, true. And the fact that you went somewhere and actually had the, you know, had a... You know, I guess an episode that was recognized. Who knows well, where you let, let me give you the let me give you the rundown of what happened. I had, I had uh, two hernias repaired, one in my left groin and one in my belly. And when I had those when I had those repaired, I, I felt like funny in my chest. I thought that I was getting a chest cold, and I remember saying, you know. Oh, just it just feels a little uncomfortable. Here comes a chest cold, and it never really went away. So I thought it was one of those chest colds that just hangs around, just hangs around for six weeks. Well, ultimately, I went two weeks later for my uh, follow up at the VA, and my blood 
blood pressure was 174 over 114. Wow. So that, that yeah, exactly. Wow. wow. And they said, do you feel any chest discomfort? And I said, now's the time to tell on myself. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I do. I, I feel like I have a chest cold. They brought me downstairs, and they're only a diagnostic hospital. Mm-hmm. They're, they, they're, no, they're not practical whatsoever with, with hearts. So they put me in an ambulance to JFK down in West Palm Beach, and I was there for five, six days, I think. They put five stents in, and they told me that one of my main arteries was 100% blocked. So I didn't qualify for bypass because that one was 100% blocked, I think, and there's just no way to reroute it. Right. So they told me that sooner or later my heart would weaken because there would be Because it's working so hard. That and because there's no blood going to half my heart. Right. Uh, Yeah. You know? So... I was like, all right, well, I mean, here we go. What you know, my, my dad died early from it, and fortunately enough, I lived. He he was uh, a month shy of his forty eighth birthday. Wow! Um, and I'm like, here we go. I made it to sixty. You know, like, wh- where do we go from here? You know, I always knew, even when I was using, there was a number on my back. I just didn't know when. <laughs> you know, a date stamp on my back. I just didn't know when it was. Um, so I came home. A couple days later, my heart went into AFib. I ended up in the emergency room. Did you call an ambulance or did you drive yourself? I, or No. I, that, I called Mark. And he's, they were only two minutes away. Right. He, he got me there. The second time, I called and no one answered. So I called an ambulance. Right. I was in the hospital for th- three days that time. Wow. And then the third time, uh, they brought me down to Martin North, where where the Capitol Lab is. And Dr. McIntyre went in, and he told me before he went in, he said, you know, I just want to check and see what it is that they did. Because there may be a little snag, tag, something that's causing your heart to do this. And when he went in, he got to open up that the other side you got to open up that other artery so fortunately enough when i came out of there i have a hundred percent flow through my heart right now i have seven stents in my heart holding those valves open right but I'm now not are they collapsing them. is that what happens no, or it's, are it was they all plaque. occluded with plaque? yeah okay yeah so has um, your cholesterol been high yes and no so I, not terribly? Uh, no. Like, I, I, I would go through swings. Like, I, I'd go for a six-month checkup, and they go, oh, your cholesterol's fine. So they'd take me off it. And then I'd go back, and it would be high. So they would, oh, you know what I mean? It's just, it was just, yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a mountain and valley type thing. And um, so ultimately, my heart, gratefully, I don't want to say gratefully I went into AFib all those times after, right? but gratefully I went into AFib all those times after because Dr. McIntyre gets to open up the other side the of other my heart. Side. And you haven't had and, any more AFib since then? Uh, no, because he has me on a, a temporary uh, medication to keep my heart in rhythm until it gets strong enough. Right. But he said that I'll be able to, you know, run a marathon. 
this, hey, hey. this time next year. Not that I'm gonna. Well, you never know. You might. Yeah, well, who knows? Who knows what my motivation will be now? So I'm still, I'm still tired. You know, my heart's still tired. I, I, I get through the day. I get through the day strong. Um, That's got to be very frightening, though. Oh, very much so. Very and, frightening. And I think, I think a lot of it is mental. Yes. You know, it's not physical. Right. Because physically, um, we can. I mean, we we prove it on a we prove it on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis that we can do more physically than our bodies right. really want us to do. Right. Um, but mentally, it, it it crushed me because every night about this time, I was like, "Is tonight Waiting. the night I'm going to go yeah. back?" You know. Um, but I'm grateful that I was able to ride this thing the way that I was supposed to, the way that I was told, right. you know, um, not act out, not act up, and um, ask for help. So ultimately, we find out not only in addiction when we ask for help, better things happen, but even when real-life situations happen, we can't do this alone. Right. I That's so there's true. no way I could have done this alone, because I I, I don't know how, I don't know what's going on inside me. All I knew is that my chest was on fire, and when I got to the hospital the last time, um, the second time in AFib, it was like 180 beats per minute. That is it amazing. Was just, it was blowing out of my yes. chest, but I didn't feel my heart. I just felt compression. Really? Yeah. So you don't feel the beating. I didn't. Hmm. And maybe That's interesting. Was, maybe it was because it was so weak at that point that Well, a lot of people are know. in AFib a lot of the time and they don't yeah. know it. Yeah. A lot of people. I and bought I bought one of those silly little cardio yes, things to put on your finger. I used it twice. Both times I was in AFib, I'm never going to use it again. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't think I would want I think, to either. I think I I think I mind screwed myself into AFib. You probably did. Yeah. My my brother has something called exercise bradycardia. Yeah. And what happens is when his heart rate gets up to a certain rate, like over 140, it drops down to like 40 immediately and you know, he feels like he's going to pass out. So he got a pacemaker. Okay. And the pacemaker has been problematic because it wasn't, I don't know, he went to Duke and it it wasn't calibrated appropriately for about two years. Like, you know, and he was living in Alaska then and he kept having to fly back to North Carolina and have him tweak it. Uh-huh. And I guess you have to wear it. I would not want that. But, no, you, know, you wear it inside. Yeah, but I would, you know, I wouldn't want all that. I wouldn't want yeah. to have to deal with batteries and well, calibration. My, my ste- that happened and, to my stepdad too. He was driving down the Cape. And woke up, like the Marsden's Mill sign was exit sign was on his car. Wow! Yeah, and he was like, "Whoa, what happened?" They brought him to the hospital, and I think ultimately in the hospital he had some kind of heart episode or whatever, mm-hmm. and they rushed him to Boston and they put a pacemaker in, and he lived. You know, I I don't I I'm not sure. If that was ultimately the cause of his, you know, passing, which is probably because probably. everybody's heart stops. He, he didn't have any kind of diseases or anything, so it probably was. But he lived many years later with it. 
Well, my brother, I, I said, why don't you just not run your heart rate up quite so high, and then maybe yeah. you wouldn't need this. But his son is a, a doctor, and he recommended oh. that he do it. So well, they would, that, that was one of the conversations they were having with me. Because my they, they were going to, because my heart was compromised, mm-hmm. as far as JFK was concerned. Um, JFK being the hospital. JFK being the hospital in, in West Palm. Right. Not my memorial who got to, ultimately got to open it. Um, they said that they were going to monitor it for a couple of months and then we would have a conversation about a pacemaker because they would have to keep my heart rate so steady and weak, even so a weak. weak. Wow. Just, that yeah. sounds like it would make you feel rotten though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was um, looking at life compromised. Yes. If they didn't, if they, if I wasn't fortunate enough to get that, and that's other, a scary uh, thought. Lottery open. Yeah, but you know something. Fortunately enough, God has a plan. Right. And, and you're God here. Put Doctor God. God put me in AFib so I could meet Doctor McIntyre so he could open up my. My artery. Right. And, and, and here we give are. me a recommendation to give to my friend who also needed a good cardiologist. Yes. So it, it's a gift that keeps on giving in, yeah, a, yeah. in a lot of little yep. ways. Yeah. And yeah. I, was, I, I found him by accident. He walked in. He was the doctor that was. He was the one on call. He was, the down, in, he was down in the cath lab um, doing. That's, that's all he does. And one week out of the month, he's over here in uh, tradition mm-hmm. uh, seeing patients. So, fortunately enough, I caught him at the right time. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And when I, when I said his name to someone else, they were like, oh, he's a godsend. He saved, he saved my husband for oh, really? 10 years. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Well, my friend's going to him, so that'll, that will be good. And that, you know, like I say, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, you know, I... Will, willfully will do whatever he suggests I do. Yeah. You know, I don't think, he, to, he told me when I saw him two weeks ago, two weeks ago, um, you're good to go. You know, I'll, mm-hmm. see, you in, I'll see you in two months. Oh, set me that's up, good. Set me up for cardiac rehab, uh, which I start next Thursday. What do they do there? They they put all the probes on you and make you walk on the, walk on oh, a walk treadmill. walk on a treadmill and stuff. Or, bicycle or something like that they the doctor told me don't do anything spastic right get up go through your day don't overexert yourself um you know if you feel like going for a walk go for a walk i went for a walk we went for a walk on the beach uh last night night before last whenever it was oh look at you yeah and um you know so that was good it was fresh air it was sand and but i was tired and um, ultimately, this cardiac rehab will get me to a point where I will be able to. I, 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 I'll be, I won't be looking back at, you know, the awareness of my chest. Right now, at now, I, I think because it, it's mental, I can make my chest hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though there's nothing wrong. Yeah, I mean, because that's what yeah, we do. it's frightening. It's very, yeah. very frightening. And I have to say, though, looking at you, you look you look fantastic. Thank you. You really do. I would never have known, you know, had you not told me. 
even you know just walking in and seeing you. You, yeah. look, you look very good. Well, so, fortunately enough, you're, you know it, you're young enough and healthy. Yeah, so. yeah. It was I was relatively healthy before. Mm-hmm. I mean, in in my in my heart of hearts, I knew that I wasn't healthy. I wasn't a healthy sixty year old. I was relatively healthy. Yeah, I you weren't overweight. Before. You weren't. No, you know, I wasn't you eating out. proper. I wasn't. Well, the funny thing is, is I weighed myself today. I weighed one eighty four. Mm-hmm. When this started, I was like at uh, 198 maybe. Wow. So you lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. It still says that I'm overweight. What? <laughs> yeah. You didn't look I overweight mean, this, at 198. No. This, this, crazy, no. this crazy math that we have with um, weight, 168 is, is normal for me. Are yeah, you it's kidding? It's just too skinny. That, so I, you would be. A, so I need no. to lose twenty more pounds. Look at me now. No, you would be. You would be yeah. scary skinny. I yeah. think that's crazy. That's yeah, absolutely that's, that, crazy. That's nuts. I mean, but that's what the the medical guidelines we go by. And I think, you know, like my my blood pressure. I take. I the other day it was low. It was like eighty eight over sixty. Oh, that's scary too. Told me it was normal. Really? Yeah. No. It, within the range chart. I, I took it today. It was uh, one twenty-seven over eighty-seven or something like that, which is normal. Yeah, normal is. Told me it was elevated. Yeah, it's a little high. That's a little high, but eighty-eight. Yeah, is pretty but, low. Yeah, you know. Well, now that I've shared my uh, past five weeks, why don't somebody call in and? Share their life experiences. Dial 866-472-5792. When Alan and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we're back for segment two of the show. 
If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. We'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. And we really, truly enjoy our interviews. It's been a while since we've been able to do one. Well, it's been a while. One, it's been a while since we've been on the air. Yeah, yeah. But but we do, we truly do love talking to people with with different, you know, ways of working. Different ideas. Yeah, different ideas, yeah. different different things that they're doing. And, you know, we've really talked to some interesting people. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't have to be truly about addiction. No. Because there's so many doctor, other things. That, we talked to that, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, the love doctor. The yes. Dr. Salyer. And, uh, yeah, he was fascinating. Yeah. And had some really yeah. good ideas. So, you know, anything that you have to bring to the to the community, even peripherally, we love to hear it and we love to yeah, talk to Yeah, because everything, you know something, if you're living life on life's terms, everything and anything that you have to offer, uh, someone can use. Yes. It's a tool that someone would be able to throw in their bag and use at a later date or even right now. And you never know when you're going to say the, the one thing that's going to make the difference to somebody. Right. And that's, you know, I, I saw, no, it, it's, I'm probably not going to say it right. But it was something something to do with, uh, it was on Facebook or one of the social media things. It said something like, don't look down your nose at the addict that you see because that may be the one who saves your child. Yes. Or something like that. I have like seen that. that. I have seen and, that more than once on and Facebook. And that makes so much sense. It really because does. Because people looked at me like, who's this shitbag? Yeah. You know? And um, I was proving them right. At the time. Right. Because that's how I chose to live my life. Or I, I, that's not how I chose to live my life. That's the way that my life, that's the direction my life went in. Um, nobody makes that willful choice to be. Uh, no, you don't choose to be an addict. No. You know, no. But, but once it starts, it's, you know, I guess you sort of at some point have to make a choice to oh, try to stop. You know, I think, I think there was a time, and this is kind of twisted twisted uh but i think there was a time that i i embraced that aspect of it because because it it got me um what i needed right and and i didn't need any worldly thing other than heroin you know yeah. and it got me it so i used that as a tool i used that as the you know the emotional terrorist that i was i used that and um as as crazy as it is to think in that in that direction the power the negative power that we that that an active addict carries if you can turn that around and make it a positive yeah it's you, pretty you amazing you have no choice but to be successful. Right. Yeah. And I've seen that. I've seen that a lot. But I've been reading a lot. There's been a lot of stuff on Facebook about the root of addiction being trauma. Right. You know, and they're, they are really, really looking at, you know, trauma that occurs, I guess, in your childhood mm-hmm. that, that makes you, I guess, more susceptible to, you know, going in that direction. Yeah. You know, because you're, you're, Covering something up, you know, making yourself, you're medicating, you yeah. know, something that, that you don't understand and, and don't like to feel. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I guess that makes sense. I can't pin, I mean, outside of my parents, uh, it was pretty traumatic, my parents getting divorced. Right. You know, but um, I can't use that as... Well, I think it can effect. be it can be kind of ongoing oh, yeah. trauma for the you yeah. know the kids who are bullied in school, over and over and over and over and over. Um, yeah, you know that's a, that's a type of trauma that you know doesn't necessarily come from your family of origin. I certainly don't want to put the idea out there that it's always the family's fault. No, because I no, don't no, think no. it because is. Because then what you're doing is you're giving the you're giving the active addict uh, an excuse. Oh yeah, it's not uh, my fault. Yeah, not my fault. It was my stupid family. Yes, look at yeah. them. But yeah. you know, you know the women who were molested as children yeah. very often become addicts. And actually, I I remember reading a lot that that they tend to become opioid addicts. Yeah. And perhaps the you know that I don't know there if there are different types of highs, but maybe that high is is a one that kind of wipes out those feelings. I don't know. You know, I know um, there are a well, lot of people now that are experimenting with meth, and that's, to me, it would be completely different. That's cool, cool. Yeah, completely different. Yeah. I saw a guy in my hometown, which is in the mountains of North Carolina, walking up the middle of a busy four-lane highway in the in the turning lane, and, and he, he yeah. had to have been on meth. He just had something. He just yeah, he had, had that, that look. Stare. Well, yeah, yeah, and staggering and, you know, disheveled and unkempt. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it was terrible, yeah. and and I think, well, should I stop and try to do something? No, I mean, no, you you could get attacked. Right? Who knows? You know. But you you know that's the that's the sad reality of of who we are and and what we become. And it, it is a very sad, very terrible reality. Mm. And the fact that it's so hard for people to stop, you know, they're. There's got to be a reason for that. So I, I thought the trauma you know, it's funny. angle was interesting. It's funny when you said so hard for people to stop. I don't know how many times I heard, just knock it off. Yeah, just stop. You know, just stop. Look just at what you're doing off. to yourself. You just stop. I remember stop. looking at my daughter and thinking that. Yeah. What are you doing to yourself? You're getting arrested. You're going yeah. to jail. Stop already. Why can't you just see that and quit? I know. Why can't you just quit? Yeah. Nancy Reagan, just say no. Yeah, that doesn't work. No. That's not how it works at all. I mean, no. I think you kind of have to be locked and, away and, for a and while. And gratefully, gratefully, it doesn't work that way because if it did, um, I could still be using because I could stop yeah, and then, then pick up pick again up and again. then stop and then pick up again. I, I don't want that fight. Right. I, I remember that fight. You know, it's it's not like it was yesterday, but it's still vividly clear in my mind, fortunately enough. And I think those of us who are fortunate to step out of the shadows of of active addiction and those of us who understand where we came from can hang on to that vivid memory of what of of the last few years of using. I, I, I can look right back into who I was at that time. Can you remember, though? I mean... Oh, very much so. Really? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Even being high all the time? Um, yeah, because it wasn't being high. You know what I mean? The high stopped. Oh. It's, yeah. So it's just the... Yeah. Acquisition of the drug all the time? Yeah. So you don't get it, it was just It was just chaos, and, and that's, that's what I remember. I do remember... Um, 
times where, you know, uh, but I try not to. I try not to embrace those, right? Because that's that's just my that's my disease saying, hey, that was cool. Yeah. You know, you got to remember the 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 path that you dug through your life of of despair. You know, because that's what the bottom line was. You go in happy, you come out so broken. Right. Yes. You know. Yeah, I remember when when my daughter had stopped. I remember watching her be kind of unhappy and kind of broken for another year or so. I mean, not not to the degree that she had been before, but her life was uh-huh. not where she wanted it to be. Right. Right, and it, right. you know, it took a while, I guess, to adjust to being just, you know, with yourself in your own mind. Yeah, no, it, and and you know, I would I would say, um, no, I just physically popped out of it, and I, you know, there was a lot of looking back on it. There was a lot of damage that I did spiritually, physically, and right. mentally. And spiritually and mentally took the longest to repair. Right. We have a caller on the line. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Great. I'm just listening to your show and the story that you just went through and, um, you know, being a part of it and stuff. And uh, you just mentioned that uh, how the fight was so vivid. Mm-hmm. And um, the fight that I was fighting for my life, for my children... Um, just saved my life and my children's life. Right. And right. Ex- exactly. And it has made me never want to ever look back. Well, I mean, it's. I think it's healthy to remember when, but not. But not like you say, look back. I mean, uh, that that life that you led or the life that we led uh, is not appealing whatsoever. But it's always healthy to remember when. Right. And remember it that like it was just so such a struggle to get out of it. Right. And I I think that's what so many people don't understand is that it is such a struggle to get out of it. Yeah, yeah, like so I, that like, when you do, it's like like a I was miracle. saying. Uh, countless people told me, "Well, just quit." You know, what I mean, well, it's not that easy. Just quit, right? You know, and I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pull your coat, Kelly. I I remember telling you, "Just quit." It's not that easy <laughs> to just quit. What you said and that I would quit, and I would try, and then yeah. I would I would try again, and then I would try yep. again, and and it's just it. <sighs> It's madness. Yeah. yeah. Was it's there mad- was there a, a specific moment, Kelly, that made you know that this was the last? That you know you were done. I reached out to God and I said, "God, what do you want me to do?" Because Ray had my kids, and right. um, and I he he said, "Call inner healing," <laughs> and so I took this inner healing class, and it helped me with. Um, unforgiveness that I was holding on to, um, rejection that I was holding on to, um, things that low self-esteem because of being abused and rejected and molested and all that stuff I had to get rid of. And I walked through this class for three months and I 
took it with all of my heart and I just never turned back because I'm just a different person today. Mm. You're bringing tears to my eyes. That's so wonderful to hear. It really is. You know, you, you, you were talking kind of about the trauma. You guys, the trauma was, I'm just blessed to hear you guys back on the line. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, I'm, we are, I'm, we are I'm, blessed that Ray's okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm very grateful that uh, you know you you texted me every day and asked me how I was and and if you know if I'm okay if you need anything, um, you know because that that's what that's what it is. It's not it's not necessarily you know this is a show about addiction and recovery and it's not one addict helping another. It's one individual helping another. It's somebody getting in someone's way to make sure that their day is going okay. You know, it's got absolutely nothing to do with um, the 24 spiritual principles of a a 12-step organization unless you have an awareness and you use them to the better capacity in every single walk that you walk. You know, and there's yeah. a lot of people. There's a lot of people out there that that spout out of a book. There's a lot of people out there that, you know, this is what this is what Bill W. wanted you to do, or this is what Jimmy K. said to do. Uh, guess what? Stop and, then, living. and then, yeah, and then losing my kid's father to addiction a year right. and a half ago, and then you know, like you struggling with this heart. I mean, like, I've been praying and stuff because you're, like, my kid's second dad. Mm-hmm. hmm And I've been praying and praying and praying. And I have a lot of people praying. Mm. And you do look amazing. <laughs> I'll give you the five dollars after. Oh, no, he's going to get the big head. Everybody's telling him he's looking amazing. I showed, his, I showed his picture to my girlfriends, and they were like, oh, he's so cute. He can't be sick. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, but you know something, though? That right there is, is the, perfect, the perfect scenario for ignoring what was going on inside me. Right. I would You're look right. in the mirror and go, there's nothing wrong, I didn't, there's nothing yeah, wrong with me. Fun. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not over-praising how I look. I looked in the mirror and said, well, y- y- there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. And inside, my heart was shutting down. Yes. That's you what know? we don't realize. No. You know, and I guess, um, I guess that happens in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I think sometimes with, I think maybe like with addicts and in recovery and stuff like that, we, we, question and we try to think of every single possible thing that maybe is wrong with us or maybe it's not wrong with us but then like you said right before you know god puts you exactly where you need to be when you need to be there Mm -hmm. yeah and he really did i used i used to be able to use how i look as a tool for uh evil right you know, because, yeah. you know, because I was the, I was the, uh, I was the number one son, or, you know, I was the oldest son. Um, I was a productive member in the community, quote unquote, productive member in the community. Everyone knew who I was. So mm-hmm. my face, whether it was good, bad or indifferent, I got to use um 
systematically to get to where I was going at when I was when I was active. And fortunately enough today, right? Yes. Fortunately enough today, I don't have that um, aspect in my life. Gratefully, that because mask. I it's like a yeah. mask because you don't yeah. need it anymore. Right. Right. You don't want it anymore. No. But you have been such a blessing in my life. I would do anything, anything for you. I'll get some laundry. Then I-, <laughs> <laughs> I told you I would come and do every no. house for Christmas, too. <laughs> oh, you should see him. He's sitting here thinking of all kinds yeah. of stuff. My wheels are spinning. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, hang 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 on hang on with us, hang on with us, Kelly. Okay. We're going to go to break. Okay. Dial eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. That's eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. Be brave, like Kelly. She called in. She shared a little bit of her experience, strength, and hope, even though it was about me. <laughs> <laughs> Call in with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery Radio Show. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, welcome back to Miracles in Recovery. You know, it's, it's funny, at the, at the top of the show, I was like, man, am I going to make it? And 
fortunately enough, talking to Ellen and Kelly. Kelly, you're still on the line, right? Yeah. Yeah, there oh, she is. Okay, yeah. Well, fortunately enough, talking, talking to people um, gets you through. You know, and when we were on the break, you were both like, you okay? You sure you're okay? You okay? You okay? Um, I, you would know if I wasn't okay. <laughs> I know how to take care of myself today. You know what I mean? And that's one thing that I, that's one thing through this whole journey uh, that I've learned is, is how to start taking care of myself. You know, um, there's a lot of, lot of times out there, even while I was clean, you know, the first 10, 15, 20 years that I really wasn't making the optimum choices for life ever after. And I'm just talking physically, like, you know, right. picking things up the wrong way. And, right, right. You know. Eating um, cookies and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it, I, I'm fluff. bummed because, yeah, yeah. fluff. See, fluff. now, yeah, fluff. Okay, now what I was going to say was welcome back to the Miracles in Recovery radio show. Please visit our Facebook page, which is, which is ultimately Miracles in Recovery. Also, send me an email at ray at miracles in recovery and let us know what topics you'd like to hear on upcoming shows. Like Ellen said earlier, we don't always talk about addiction. Usually, more, 98% of what goes over the airwaves during our hour is relevant and relative to some form of family member or addict of how to be able to change their thought process. And, you know, that's the great thing about being able to share our experience, strength, and hope over the airways. The world is listening right now. Right. The world. Not not like when we were down in West Palm and, yeah, we, and, it was and just we, had local. A, we had 15 people listening. The world is listening right now. If they know how to get to the link, they have the ability to listen. They may not be able to understand what it is that we're saying, but click live and there we are. Well, they must because they keep yeah. coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, the thought process, I love how that, because I had to train, I had to train myself constantly to work on one thing at a time to say, okay, I enjoy doing these dishes. It's not like a, you know, for the kids. I had to enjoy doing, in my head, I had to tell myself, okay, yeah. I'm, enjoy- I'm, I'm supposed to be doing this. I need to enjoy this. And, and it just had to become a habit and a thought process of what I needed to do. Yeah, which is, which is strange. Like you say, you have, to, you have to retrain your brain because... Um, I even every morning I I try, but I but I but I digress and 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 I don't always do it. But I try to remember to pull a, just pull the cover over my bed. Yeah, make your bed. You know, something simple, not 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 mm. militarily put in the right. corners and all of that, but just throw the throw the blanket back over the bed. And um, you know, it's funny because. Sometimes when I go to bed and I didn't do it, I, 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 something happened during that day that wasn't supposed to. Nothing, nothing out of out of whack. But if I if I don't follow the regiment that's put in place today, is why I guess what I'm trying to say, then I'm susceptible to have other things uh, wedge their way in. 
Well, yeah, you kind of let yourself slack off in that yeah. that one area, yeah. and then it it keeps on going. Right. Something simple as yeah. throwing the covers back over your bed can turn can turn into not doing the dishes for a month, not doing the getting off right track. Getting off. Yeah, track. getting off track. Well, yeah. I've actually, my son was listening to a podcast, and I don't know, I don't remember who the guy was. It's somebody that all the young guys are listening to, and I think he's an addict in recovery, and that's one of the things he said. Always make sure you make your bed. Yeah, and it's because, like they say, always make say, always make sure that you thank your higher power. Always make sure you stay grateful. Always make sure you share your gratitude, because if you don't, then if if I'm not sharing my gratitude, if I didn't come on the air and spend and spend the first twenty minutes talking about um, my heart and, and and saying I'm grateful that I'm still here. Then right. what am I doing? You know. Yeah, yeah, I believe totally believe we always have to share our testimony. Our testing is right. our testimony, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and I like what you said, Kelly, about you know, I'm enjoying doing my kids' dishes because I did five loads of my son's laundry today, and I was <laughs> not enjoying it. I'm going to have to re- reframe that. Now yeah, you're going to have to because I was mad and I wasn't very nice. Right. Oh. He is 28. Well, yeah, yeah, but but still, yeah, yeah I, I, I could have had a better attitude, and I would have been happier. Yes, it doesn't yeah, really yeah, bother yeah. It him. Doesn't bother him. No, no. he's getting his laundry. I, yeah, he's I getting a free learn, service. Like I always had to learn. Like when my kids were screaming, I'm like, okay, thank God I hear them screaming, and they're not. They're still here. Right. You know, they're right. not dead. They're not sick, and I hear their voice, no matter what their voice is. You know, yeah. and like when I if they're screaming, them, they're okay. Like, Thank God I have their laundry to fold because I might not. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. losing their dad, it really changed my perspective on a lot of things. Right. Oh, I'm sure that's got to be tough. Hard yeah. for them it too. It has been. It has been, but um, God is good. You know, God is God is good. Hmm. Yes, He is. Remember, you remember we used to have. Uh, Brianna for a commercial. Mm-hmm. My name is Brianna, and I'm seven years old. Yes. Yeah, she was so <laughs> cute, gotta, pretty. Yeah, we got to put that back on. Such a beautiful yeah. girl. I, I, we should, yes. And we, um, I, I just sent you pictures while you were in the hospital of Brianna and Brendan by the microphone. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I have yeah. them on my, uh, I have them on my, my screen right now. On, <laughs> on the other one, on the other one is Janelle and Amaya, but on this one is. Uh, Brendan and Brianna with their Derek Cheetah shirts on. Now, Brendan's a very talented musician, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Like, almost, almost, um, uh, like, Savant. Right. He can, he can pick up anything and play it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Very, yeah. Give him, very give him much. a couple of, give him a couple of minutes, he'll figure it out and play it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Very that, talented. That must, that, you must be very proud. That's, that's a wonderful thing. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Is he is he yeah. shy about doing it in front of people, or he could just? Yeah, he's not. He's not overly. Uh, he's not overly. Hey, look what I can do. Mm-hmm. But I think that's right. part of the charm of him being right. able to, you know, being able to do it. Um, yeah. But when he started with the trumpet, right? And right. I remember. I remember you sent me a video. I remember saying to Kelly, saying like, yeah. This ought to be fun because we we watched the school band 
and and they were heinous at best, right? <laughs> and we're like, okay, here's our kid going to go up on stage here, and he's just going to rock the world, <laughs> blow, blow it out his tail too. And he didn't. Yeah, he made them that much better. He won in fourth grade. He won. Uh, he won um, the states. Really? The following yeah. year, yep. the following year in fifth grade, he won the states again. Now, when he yeah, went back, back for, he, yeah, and so, but the thing is, is that I, you know, at that point, I was nervous as to say, well, okay, now he's going to go, well, I don't even have to try, you know, but I think it's, I think it's with anything else, you know, like he'll come, he'll come back to it fully when he's, when he's older and realizes one, either I can make money at this or two, um, this is very appealing to me. There's so many distractions for kids today. Oh yeah. That you know, he's out he's out shooting at deer, he's playing his games. Yeah. There's so many distractions, but that one thing will be his fail safe to come back yeah, to. Yeah, because him. he's got that Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's part of him. Yeah. Sounds like just yeah. a part of him. I've been blessed with both my kids, very, very, very blessed, very grateful from mm-hmm. their path. Right, right, because they could be whacked out. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah mine were. They weren't even with No, uh, no I, I just mean, I just mean with, the, with the road that they, the yeah. road that they hoe or the road that they tow or whatever it is. It's um, hard being a kid right now, I think. It's just hard. Yeah, and, and with a lot of, with, with the distractions that were put on their plate, you know, fortunately, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, you, I mean, you well, you were there, and that helped me get my stuff yeah. together, and uh-huh. then them seeing their dad, that's happening, I mean, they, yeah. I am truly blessed that they're very aware, very aware of, you know, they pick and choose their friends wisely, they don't do stupid things, so it's been a, such a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> I, um... I, I just popped into Brendan. Just Brendan at four just popped into my mind. He always had to have his uh, his button, the top button, buttoned on his golf shirt, <laughs> and his and his yeah. and his and his sneakers tied perfect. You know, he was he was an anal little kid. Oh, he sounds yeah. like a Virgo. <laughs> but it, it was it was funny because now he's just a sloppy mess. Yeah. Oh, so is he in middle school? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. getting there, like, oh, I have to smell good. He's getting yeah. there. <laughs> oh, is yeah. he spraying himself with the axe? Oh, jeez, I know. Is oh, that, is, yeah. yeah. My my great nephew is 13, and he's like, goes out of the house in he's a cloud all of axe. Up. Yeah. He hasn't washed in about four right, weeks, but exactly. he's all axed up. And he's playing football. Yeah. But yeah, got to have that smell. <sighs> yeah. They're yeah. so funny. He used, to, he used to use your aqua de geo. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He he'd go to school. Yeah, he went in a smell little smell. depression after his dad died, and um, yeah. he goes in and out of it. But he's 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 pulling out of it. Yeah, you know, and and I don't I don't force him to uh, because it, because that's you know that's 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 trauma that you can't you know you know what I mean you can't tell someone how to feel you know what I mean and. Um, you know, 
I, I noticed that he, he was pulling away and I wasn't going to force him to be my friend, right? Because, because that's what was taught to me when I got clean. Don't, don't force yourself into situations that you feel uncomfortable with just to please someone else. Right. Right. Write it out. Write it out. And when that individual, when you're ready, that individual will be there. You know? And it, it's yeah. like that in, in, in all aspects of life. I mean, here we are talking about addiction and real aspects. I mean, addiction is a real aspect of life, but also children who uh, are, are products of what happens when people are active addicts who ultimately lose the battle. Mm, yeah. You know, what do you do? You can't say, well, quit it. Right. You can't say that because... It didn't work for the addict. So how is it going to work for the for the other individual with feelings? We have about two minutes left. So if there's anything that you'd like to get in before we uh, go off the air, Kelly, go ahead. I just want to say that I'm grateful and I'm blessed. And um, I appreciate you guys being there. And I'm just glad you are starting back up and you're feeling a little bit better. Yeah, and we made it. We made it yet? Well, yeah. I mean, we're, 50, we're 58 minutes into it, but <laughs> who knows what the next two minutes will bring. You got through it. Yeah. That's perfect. Thank yeah. you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Kelly. Good to hear from you. Talk to you soon. You too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Night. You know, and, and it's it's cool to be able to um, have people call in and say, I care. Right. You know, and not even, you know, like people reaching out, texting me, hey, is everything okay? Uh, Let me know if you need anything. It's good to know that there was a base of people willing to do whatever it took to to lighten my load, you know, And, and a lot of those people are the ones that I cast aside when I was using. So there's hope for there's hope for every family out there that, you know, your addict can get out of his own, his or her way and and become a productive member of this thing we call life. And um, I'm just so grateful to be part of it today. And we're grateful that you're okay. Yeah. Very grateful. Yeah. And, you know, next week I'll be that much more stronger and, and you know, Hopefully, um, we'll be able to, we were joking during the commercial, how many lives have you saved? Well, guess what? We saved ours tonight. Exactly. That's all that matters. All that matters. So, by all means, we'll be here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Listen in when Ellen and I return next week on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. And with Miracles in Recovery, hope is in your corner. Stay blessed, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.